You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda, and with me today are Peter Samin. Hello. And Kyle Hutchinson. Hello, everyone. This is a podcast about video games and video game accessories. What? I tell you what. What? 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 The boy ain't right. The boy. <laughs> accessories? When did that happen? It's a... It's a joke. It's a, it's a reference. Yeah. Oh, I see. Propane yeah. and propane accessories. Exactly. Ye, ye old Hank Hill. Ye old Hank Hill, my boy. My dog. Yep. Uh, Shit. So, what is it? How so about we... You, uh, what are you selling me today, Joe? What am I selling you today? I'm selling you a gray PlayStation 4. Whoa. How much? It's gray. Um, it's gray. That's the five ninety nine U.S. dollars. What? Wow. What? That is more. Or than how about how, how about sixteen hundred and fifty? Oh, we shouldn't talk. Yeah, about we can this keep here. raising it. I'm sorry. We shouldn't talk about this here. Let's um. Let's get the list. Let's start the list. There's a list. Okay. I yeah, still want to know about this gray PlayStation Four. Well, there. Okay, so last week end was uh, actually right before we recorded, right after we recorded. Sorry about that. Uh, was the PlayStation Experience, which was a big expo that Sony held for their fans, which I must say, a lot more happened than I kind of expected to, to be there. Like there was a ton of announcements, like almost E three levels of Sony announcements. And please um, be excited. Please be excited. Um, so we can start just talking about PlayStation experience right now, but so it was kind of honoring the 20 year anniversary of PlayStation and to honor that they released a special 20 year anniversary PlayStation four that was styled like the PS one. So it had, it was gray colored and the controller was gray. The camera was gray. Um, the buttons were the color of the original PlayStation's buttons rather than the PlayStation four's buttons. And they only made um, 12,300 of these. So they're kind of really rare, and they're going for quite a sum on eBay. Um, and they, it, the sales, the sale of the console completely crashed their website, and it was just a pain in the ass. It was just a pain in the Wait, ass. Did you, did you get one? I got one. What? Yeah, what's up? You actually got one? Yeah, it took me you three hours one. of refreshing the page. Oh, how much was it on the? It was five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Wow. And then you turned around and you sold it. Oh, you yeah, sold but, it right after. <laughs> yeah, but we don't we don't need to talk about that. People think I'm an asshole way, if that? I do that. I want everyone to write in an email shunning Peter. I just have to know how much you sold it for. I I made a thousand dollars. Let's just say that. Sixteen hundred and fifty. I easily made a thousand. Oh wait, that's a straight profit. Yeah, cause yeah, cause they sold it for sixteen fifty, um, but you know you got to subtract fees and shipping, so that's about a thousand dollars of uh, profit oh right there. Oh my gosh! Just for refreshing wow. a page for three hours, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good pay. 
Honestly, when I heard they were going to make a, like a PlayStation styled, I thought what they were going to do is they're going to take the same, like the exact same, not the case, but I mean the same look of the old case, like the, yeah. the original PlayStation, and they're just going to put the new hardware in it. I think that would be awesome. That would be really cool. That'd be tough. But I, but the I don't. I think it'd have, be doable. The old one be, was pretty chunky. Bigger, well, the thing is, the PS4 the is substantially bigger than the original PS1. Is it? Well, then yeah, they could have scaled it up. You know what I mean? Just did yeah, they a, could uh, like an exact ratio scale. Yeah, they could have scaled it up. No, like Joe, it's it's thicker by like half an inch, and about an inch or two on each side is wider. So okay, I mean, okay, yeah, that's about where I would have it. Yep. So there was that. Well, hold on. Are there any other announcements that happened at the? So I was actually Dude, watching it. Tons. What was it on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. It was right Saturday. after we recorded. Well, actually, they also played it on Sunday too. It was a well, two, two-day event. That the the announcements were only on Saturday. Yeah, oh, okay. there was anyway. coverage up through Sunday, much like E3 has their initial press conferences, and then there's the show floor. Right. Okay. So anyway, I was just watching it, um, but I think I was gonna watch it later for just like the highlights and stuff. But mm-hmm. what did, what did I miss? I mean, it depends. You, what are you, you interested in? A lot of stuff got um, announced. Like big news. Basically, what's, what's some like stuff that was like wow? Street Fighter Five was yeah. announced. Street Fighter Five is probably the Street Fighter Five is probably the biggest thing. It's going to be PC, PS4 only. It they say it will never come yeah. to Xbox, which so in light of the whole Tomb Raider thing that happened a few months ago, where uh, Microsoft was like, yeah, this is exclusive, and then finally they admitted that it was only like a six month exclusive or something like that. Yeah, time um, exclusive. Yeah, but I thought so, Tomb Raider came out as being published by Microsoft. So that's there was well, some that, talk about that. That doesn't mean anything because Mass Effect was published by Microsoft and that came uh, to PS4, PS3. So they might be publishing just the Xbox version, and then the other versions will be published by Square. Um, because it, it it's been confirmed as a timed exclusive. So. Okay. And there's ways of getting around that. They'll just call it like special edition or something and they're oh, it's a new game now. But uh and, and at first I didn't believe the whole oh, Street Fighter 5 is going to be PS4 exclusive like they'll get around it. They'll give it a different name. They'll make the ultra version or the super version and that'll be a different they'll consider that a different game and put it out on Xbox 1. But now there's these rumors coming out that the reason why it's exclusive to PlayStation is cuz Capcom is so low on money that they have that Sony is literally funding this game and that's why it can't come out on the other consoles because Sony is paying for this game. Like this game is Sony funded. That's that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. To be determined. To be determined. We'll we won't know until it comes out in like 2 years. I mean the least in the least amount of the least significant news to come out of that press conference is they're releasing Final Fantasy VII for the PS4. Fucking fucks. Oh, like a remake? No. No. It's the PC port. See that that's part of the Japanese Wait, square sucks. I don't, like, under- I don't understand. So I here, did not stutter. They t- will... they port once upon a time they ported a PlayStation One game to a PC. Over time <laughs> they reworked the PC version to use Steam and have some other integration. Then they decided it'd be a great idea to port that version onto a PS4. 
So and let here me, we are. Is that me, a bad idea or a good idea? It's a. It's just dumb. Like it's, it's needless. Okay. So Kyle, let me paint a picture for you. Okay. All morning long, these companies are coming on stage, bringing some of their all-star A-plus titles to be announced. <laughs> okay, I, I see. <laughs> then the president of Square Enix comes up, puts a Final Fantasy VII logo on screen. People flip their shit. They're like, oh, God, it's finally happening. Like, it has to be happening, right? Like, they just announced Street Fighter V. This can't be, like, some bullshit. This has to be real. And then he says... We are bringing the PC port to PS4, and everyone just like face palms. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Were they were expecting the next announcement of the next Final Fantasy game? No, they're expecting fi- a remake of Final Fantasy VII. After but, all these years. Yeah, because it would make sense because it's but like they, a, but they didn't do a remake. They're just porting it. They're just they're porting port- it. Like oh, not so same, even same graphics. It just same functions. Same everything. They're just porting it. <laughs> it's the most. I was honestly it's like, it's I funny. was, I was embarrassed for Square. Like, you know how like last on last week's episode we were you were saying like, oh, I really like Square Enix, and yeah. I was like, well, you got to specify American Square Enix because okay. Japanese Square Enix just doesn't understand anything. Like they, what happened think, this last weekend got, just shows how off base they are. They got excited about all the big companies making remakes, and they say, oh, we we can make remake too. <laughs> yeah. We, we no, that's the worst code. part, is they can't make remake. They <laughs> yeah. consistently state that they cannot remake, and we, it's we, silly. We put, we put PC to, to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe that they had this guy fly all the way from Japan, a 13-hour flight, to announce a port. Wow. What a joke. It's like, it's like just funny. It's just it, is, is that the only thing Japan uh, Square um announced? That's the only thing Square announced. That's yeah. all that's the only thing they brought him over for was this mm. stupid announcement. It's like Sony said, "Oh yeah, we got to have Square a part of this press conference cuz they're a big company." And then Square was all like, "Oh shit, we have nothing to show them." <laughs> uh, so the, so for the presentation they ported <laughs> they ported the game. Basically, like uh. it, if it I wouldn't be surprised if this was, like, a complete last-minute decision. Well, dude, like, the thing is, like, it's already on Steam, and since the PS4's architecture is so similar to a PC, like, I bet you this port is, like, literally, like, a three-month job. Like, some, some, like, four dudes in a basement are doing this in three months. Like, this is not a thing... I don't know. It just pisses me off. Like this is such a lackluster well, I mean, idea. Hold on. Is, I'm is not. Final Fantasy VII, like one of the, the a good one of the series. Well, it's the one that everyone loves. Yeah, it's okay. Then, you know, the I, relationship I, I with imagine. Seven is. I mean, you know, it's gonna like sell like hotcakes because yeah, they always I can do. imagine though. Whenever they be, they make remakes, there are, there's the crowd that says yes, awesome, and there's the other crowd that says no, I wanted the original because that was quote unquote the best, and nothing can beat it because it was the okay. Original. See, there now here's here's why though, that Kyle. yeah. This is well, different. I mean, everyone here. is asking for a remake. No one wants. This let me been, let me as someone this who has been played re-released this game, so many times as someone re-released as someone PSP, who has played re-released on PS3 like it's been done so many times on different consoles that like people are like as someone as someone who has fucking played the actual game let me tell you right now the reason why seven is as popular as it is is because it was largely everyone's first Final Fantasy it was yes. exposed on the PlayStation which was a popular console. 
and everyone went to it and played it, and then no one bothered with the series since. And every dollar made off of that game ever since has been based on nostalgia. Many people will tell you that the games that came out on the PlayStation afterwards, 8, 9, and Tactics, were superior mechanically, graphically, and through their stories. So, it's just one... Well, okay, 8's debatable. Regardless, the point is, it's not even what you could call a good one. You know, they've given so like, 7 so well, much love and so like service like saying and have Pokemon, done nothing with 8. And Pokemon Red, ver- Red and Blue version was like, like you know, like they Dude, want a it, 3D remake of Pokemon Red and Blue. It, it, yeah. It'd be it like be, releasing Pokemon Red and Blue. It'd, it'd be like having Pokemon Red and Blue, Silver and Gold, and then Ruby and Sapphire, and then never acknowledging anything past Red and Blue. Like, just continue to fan service and rehash Red and Blue. It, it would basically. be like, instead of remaking Ruby and Sapphire, they just took the ROMs from Red and Blue and just put them on the eShop and said, there you go, that's what you wanted, right? <laughs> ba- actually, yeah, that's an apt comparison. Just pretend <laughs> yeah. that the Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and Omega... Ruby and Alpha Sapphire never happened, and they just kept re-releasing the ROMs of Red and Blue. I wouldn't mind that. I'm only happy that, I guess, I mean, yeah. You wouldn't mind it until about yeah. 20 years later, and then you would yeah. probably be like, eh, this is getting old, guys. Yeah, they've done this so many times that it's just it's getting old. Like, they, well, already re- just, they re-released people, it on PS3. Remakes are being really getting really, really popular in the market. It's not a remake, though. Not a remake. Just, that's the problem. Saying, There's okay. zero additional content, except they're okay. saying that there will be some PlayStation-exclusive content, but that just means probably trophies. Or yeah, cloud like, it's, it's the trophies. Like, like, there's no fucking way they're adding shit. And if they are, did, are, we'll are do trophies it the uh, the achievement equivalent on Xbox? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. In I don't know. This just pisses me off and makes me wonder what the fuck Square is doing. Because, like, as Joe said, and and I didn't play it, but I know that w- what a lot of people think about Seven is that it's not as good as Eight and Nine. Just there's a lot of nostalgia for it. I, that's why a remake I think would be so good because they can go back and upgrade these old mechanics that people say either don't hold up or just weren't even good to begin with to be on a higher level and then you'd have the awesome nostalgia and the actual like remake being a better game in general it could be pretty cool mm-hmm. but they keep not doing it so well, instead, of they make, instead they make a bunch of 13 games and everyone gets mad so uh, I just you just jogged my memory. It's not on the list though, but uh, yeah. they they finally released um, an update to Final Fantasy Thirteen for the PC. Oh. So before it was locked at pretty much, you turn on the game and that's the game. There was no graphical options whatsoever. <laughs> it was like locked at I I like sixty frames per second. Well, I mean that's not so bad, but pretty much it was just seven twenty p. That's it. So oh, they geez. made it so you could do seven twenty p, ten eighty p. They added some anti aliasing, anisotropic filtering, and I think they allowed it to be windowed full screen. Um, so pretty much they just gave some. Oh, they allowed you to adjust your shadow um, shadow resolution. So that was kind of nice. I think the big issue with seven, at least, well, and this was this holds true for eight and nine as well, is there the only things that are modeled in that game are the characters and NPCs. Yeah, and those, at least in seven, are prob they're pretty bad. Like they don't use pixels; they use um, 
I forget what the method is, but it's basically straight solid color, very similar to stuff you would see on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. So the uh, adding um, higher resolutions doesn't really help, and the backgrounds are static, and I believe they've been compressed to shit. They've been compressed to shit, and, I mean, it's still going to be 4x3. Yeah, I mean, even with an additional, like, anti-aliasing and increased resolution. Oh, 13. Well, that's, yes, I that's in, good. Then that's much Yeah, they better. did that. Yeah. I, I was just because on the same Final Fantasy. I, oh, okay. I thought, you, I thought we were still talking about 7. No, no, like, no. they just patched in. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. No, anti aliasing wouldn't have. <laughs> it yes. wouldn't have helped that game. There's nothing you can do to that game graphically other than just drop in new models. Which, which that's what done. they should do. Would it, okay. Would it have been so hard to just like retexture everything at least? Um. He, okay. I was actually like looking that up. One of the reasons why it might be difficult, and again, this is strictly from an artistic perspective, is the character models would be easy to update. However, the backgrounds those were originally generated by drawing actual three D models and then screenshotting them. Yeah. And there are, go- and there are about. There are Dude, about 700 of those. There are 700 of those yeah. in that game. So you'd have to make 700 different scenes with 3D models. And I mean, if you want to keep the similar make aesthetic. Like they used to, Joe. <laughs> yeah, no, like, well, se- Kyle, if 7 like, had failed, it would have destroyed Square. Square would have been done. Like, yeah. Square's done so much risky shit uh, that they've almost been driven out of business several <laughs> times. No, Kyle, like, this is how PS1 games used to be. Like, Resident Evil did the same thing. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I'm just joking. Like, well, nowadays, like you expect, pretty much yeah. you're gonna have you your your skybox is literally the only thing that's gonna be a texture. Everything mm. for that is going to be 3D model, even if it's only from one side. Yeah, it, it's, it's just like, funny to think it's a cheap way that they got things to look really good. Wha- Did they ever wha- have any basic like like two textures that they uh use the parallax parallax effect on? Did they ever do that? No. 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 You think a PS1 they just, they, could do parallax? <laughs> they had a panorama shots. A, with, they, yeah, everything was images. static. If you mm. only Every, have two images, you can do a pretty cheap uh, parallax. Mm. I don't think they've... I can't... I'm trying to think in recent memory, and I don't think... They, they may may have ha- done that, um, mm. overlaid two textures. But that wasn't common. They didn't yeah. usually have a lot of panoramic shots. They were usually all pretty much static backgrounds that you can move about yeah. and, and gave the illusion of 3D. Exactly, and that's what Ocarina of Time did in a lot of the rooms as well. Yeah, so basically that. It was, it was very popular back then, a very well, popular anyway, method. I mean, it saved am, memory. It was really good for that. I'm, yeah. I'm itching to talk about Battlefront 2. Let's do it. All right, let's Okay, so <laughs> the the Steam gods were very, were very friendly. Steam. And decided to put Battlefront 2 on sale for three dollars, which triggered all my alarms on all my websites, and I and I flipped out. And that and then I after that I decided, wait, is it really worth it? Yes, it is. Okay, three dollars is worth for three dollars. It is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So anyway, um, I was expecting just to get it on May 4th, but it looks like I got it on sale early. So I uh, I loaded it up. I uh, I set the uh, the what is it the the load the uh, render distance from what was it like five by default to 99. Maxing out the graphics. Graphics set to max. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I played it. I only got like just a little bit into it. Um, but yeah, it brought back some good memories and I think it's a real well designed game. Uh, what what are you guys' thoughts? I liked it. 
I always I'm looking forward to the third one because yeah. I liked it. Yeah, and that's another thing I wanted to say is uh now I'm even more psyched for the the next Battlefront that's going to come out. I'm I'm wondering like are they going to just upgrade everything or are they just going to kind of like make it like a military shooter in the Star Wars context. I mean, Ooh. they're they're going to certainly build off of those concepts like transitioning from uh, ground battles, the space battles was, a, be cool. was that was talked about a lot, and I guarantee you that would be awesome just to that. like you know hop into you know what depends on you know what. I uh, hopefully they'll they'll keep doing you know all the this. That's another thing I, I liked is um last episode we were we're talking about how bad the uh, the prequels were, but what I liked about Battlefront is it like very harmoniously made all six movies feel like they were connected as opposed to, you know, people, the, the original three to the prequel three, you know what I mean? I felt like yeah. I could, I could, you know, do a battle against the rebels and the galactic empire, but then I could also do it against the separatists and the clones, you know what I mean? The, the Republic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I could, I could, you know, so I'm looking forward to playing through the story. I think Joe and I were actually going to play some afterwards. So Yeah. I was going to say oh. like, as far as I remember, like I always loved the multiplayer, but I, I remember there being some frustrating stuff in the story. But just maybe I sucked we'll at games. We'll see. Back I'm then. gonna Who go knows? through the story further. But I did put it. To be honest, I remember I could beat it pretty easily on normal difficulty when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But now I put it on uh, elite, and I'm <laughs> I'm having a bit of trouble. Like you've almost got to like. They'll give you, like, for example, a lot of the missions, they'll give you a Jedi after your first few quests. That Jedi, Jedi dies, um, you're pretty much, you know, screwed over. But what I noticed is I don't think it's the enemy AI that's harder. I feel like our AI is just stupider. Because, like, I'll be, like, doing, like, literally carrying the team as, like, this one single clone trooper. And I'll watch, like, our reinforcements numbers just drop. And I'm like, I'm not dying. But, like, I'm only going to get, like, two respawns. By, cause, because by the time I, I, I die, you know, my entire AI team is going to be dead. So, so that's fine. Hmm. Also, and then uh, anyway, you were saying... Oh, oh, sorry. You keep go, going, Peter? Go ahead. Oh, another thing. Um, Did they have first-person mode for the council. So I noticed that. If they did, I never used it. Okay, I didn't use it either, and I, I kind of switched back and forth for fun in the PC version, but that's kind of cool, because now I feel like I'm, you know... I forget how much, like, first-person can actually add, but that was cool. Hmm. I think it's and then, interesting so, how oh, you're saying how yeah. first-person can add when... I don't know, maybe I'm just a third-person type of guy, but I much prefer third-person. Like, if the new Battlefront lets you choose between third and first-person, I'm going to go third, but that's just me. Here's, here's what I, I mean, I third said. helps with the context of the game, you know, having enemy you, uh, speeders more, and shit like that. More awareness of more your More aware, certainly. Yeah, it's that kind of game. But, like, for example, a game like Skyrim, which I, I feel like it's a, a community that has equal support to both yeah. sides... I will. I will. I actually just like the the quick button because I switch frequently. When I'm outside, nope. I'll switch. When I go into a sword battle, I switch. When I go inside, I'll switch. When I do this, mm -hmm. I'll just switch back and forth. And it's all about context for me. There's places where I want three, uh, third person. Places where I want first person. So I do that in Battlefront, and I like it. I think, uh, especially in Skyrim, first person helps because you're getting immersed in that world. While in ba in Battlefront, like it's multiplayer. Like I need to, as many like awareness helps as I can get. Like, if I see a guy coming from behind me, 
That's going to help me out. I've never actually done, like, serious Battlefront 2 multiplayer. But anyway, speaking of multiplayer, the servers were shut down last oh. May. So, um, Third party I servers? was doing some... Yeah, the GameSpy hosted the servers, and they shut them down. Well, I mean, now there's third-party servers? Well, see, that's what I was going to talk about. So I was kind of looking online, because before I bought this, I wanted to make sure that, like, I could still... Like, I would still probably buy it just for the single player, just for you know, nostalgia. But I did want to see, like, if Joe and I wanted to play, how would I do that? Joe says there's uh, third-party servers up, but before he told me that, I looked up, and there's this service or this program called Game Ranger. Have you heard of that? No. No. Well, anyway, it's this free service, and I'm just still trying to figure out how they're free. But you literally just go to their website, download the program, and what it does is it just has this, like, list of games. So, like, these are, like, old games. Like, for example, Age of Empires 2, the non-HD version. Or just, like, uh, think of old games that no longer have, you know, the official servers up. These are games that have been kind of, like, long outdated, but they'll have... And you can, what you could do is you can either just join public servers, or you could just tell them to host a server for you, and you can just create servers. So it's literally like what GameSpy did, except this is just another service doing it. And um, I hear that it works real well. I haven't really tested it yet, but everyone online says it's safe, it's legit, and it's it's awesome. Some people even say that it's better than the original GameSpy. But um, mm. I'm trying to um, figure out how do they stay free, because I know personally it costs money to host a server, especially like for somebody just to download your program and at whim say, okay, I want to host, uh, create a new server. Anyone, anyone know? How they can possibly get away with this? I have no idea. I don't know how their stuff I, works. Yeah, I mean, don't most servers require some kind of like a, a server client process be running? Well, yeah, I so don't know your, how client, any of this works. your client connects to the internet and tells their server wherever it may be um, to spawn a new world with your settings. Yeah. And then you connect to it and... And then that's awesome. I mean, that's how it worked with GameSpy, right? GameSpy would just kind of... But mm -hmm. GameSpy's... Battlefront's paying GameSpy a lot of money to do that. But this guy's, these guys are doing it for free. I do think they show you an advertisement before when you turn on the thingy. Bob. Then that that's probably it. But I'm thinking, like, the advertisement, I can't be... You only get so much money from a little video advertisement. You know, how much are you going to... That could be enough to, but whatever. I'll try it out. We'll, we'll see what happens. If, as, as long as you're, so as long as they're making you watch the whole video, then that could be quite a bit. Because I know that, as far as like ads are concerned, um, just seeing an ad gets very little. Uh, seeing part of an ad will get you a little bit more, but seeing the entire video, that'll that'll get you quite a bit of uh, ad ad revenue. Okay. But anyway, I can move on to the next topic if anyone wants. Any other? Let's keep chugging. Let's go. There's not not enough time. I see. Okay. I see. You've listed one of my favorite games of all time here. Yes. Okay. Oh yes, Wind Waker. That's a different one. What? No, no. Joe was remarking that it was Wind Waker, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's one of my favorites too. But this one I like more than Wind Waker. Yeah, we're talking about that. Pokemon Stadium Two. Oh, fuck you. Joe, we're going too fast. The next thing I was going to talk about is over the weekend, I uh, loaded up Double Dash on yeah. the Dolphin emulator. Oh, dude, yeah? How Dolphin! And I'm so glad I did. Uh, I had a friend over, and we did, like, a two-person cart, and we just went crazy. So, to start with, the game by itself is awesome. 
Oh, yeah. But what Dolphin can do is it can add enhancements. Have I talked about this to you guys? No, I, I actually am curious about this because I know that there's a lot of enhancements in Dolphin, but I never want to mess with them because yeah. I feel like I'm going to fuck something up. Okay, so the biggest ones are... I'll just go over the ones that we did that I think just completely changed the game. Um, so, as you know, the GameCube by itself only could do 4 by 3 aspect ratio unless um, you like found a way to force to stretch it. It depends on the game. Some games had had widescreen. Okay, well, Double Dash did not, and neither did yeah. Wind Waker, and we'll get to that later. But um, you can actually force the engine to render in 16 by 9 Ooh. which is awesome because, you know, you got your cart, and now you can like pretty much see more to the left, more to the right, and just uh, also it fits on your monitor better because who's got a 4x3 monitor? I mean, <laughs> I do, but that's not the point I was trying to make. Um, and um, let's see what else. Oh, and there's also... Um, the the GameCube would render at 640 by I think like 420 or whatnot, yeah. something like that, right? You up the resolution. It can up the resolution um, past 1080p to do super oh, yeah. sampling, anti-aliasing, right? Oh yeah, dude. I, I I actually I've messed around with that before. I've yeah. I've had games like Soul Calibur running at like 2K resolution, yeah, and it looks oh, it looks so good. I mean, it, then it, you 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 downscale it to 1080p, but then you mm-hmm. get that extra anti-aliasing too because it's uh, done that. Oh yeah, and, it's awesome. Oh, so good. On top of that, you can do even more anti-aliasing. Um, but that is really, really, really. I mean, I've got like a crazy machine, but I could not do the, the extra anti-aliasing. But I, I did load it up to notice a difference, and like mm-hmm. it's a difference between like very like thin lines, so like perfectly pixelated like lines drawn like like literally like every frame is sketched perfectly every polygon is perfectly sketched um and then uh what else is there oh anastrophic filtering which is awesome just for like you know looking for things in a distance it just makes all the textures look a lot more the colors on the textures it's a lot more clean especially in the distance so that's nice um I think those are the main things. Yeah. Uh, there's a little other in hand. But first of all, that just made the game look good. So then we started playing the game. We were having fun. And then we went into the uh, the, the cheat codes that Dolphin can. Because Dolphin oh, has like... Yeah, yeah. So what we did Big is, head mode. Um, no, no, not that one. But uh, what was some of the fun ones? Um, oh, purely random items. That was fun. So literally, That's... You, you, you go to a oh. cube... And you will literally get any item that is in the game. It's the best when you're in first place and you get a blue shell. <laughs> Dude, that's that's what I've always wanted. Because I honestly, my biggest complaint about every Mario Kart game is the rubber band AI. But yeah, that but sounds on, awesome. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And then um, there's another thing. Uh, you can take off the frame rate counter. Yeah. Uh, which which unlocks the frame rate, which speeds up the game. So we played the game at like four times regular speed. That was awesome. That was insane. Wow, going around, going, uh, going like in like a, baby park, looping. Oh, you fast. couldn't even. Yeah, baby park. You couldn't even like. Like I'll Aww. try to drift around the turn, and I'll just like ram myself right into it. <laughs> Not even like. Um, there's a couple of other stuff. Like for example, there was um a code. I think it's like always stars last forever. Uh, so you just put on a star and just have it for the entire match. And uh, <laughs> but anyway, this was all a bunch of fun. But it made me realize that the game was, it was fun because it was just crazy and wild and we were just messing around. I mean, literally, like, with the purely random items, we'd get lightning and blue shelled, like, all the time. Like, we could not <laughs> stay in first without the most ridiculous thing happening. 
Um, but I noticed how well the game is balanced after all these cheat codes because, like, if you got a certain item any more than you already do or any less, like, any less and the game would get a little boring, any more and start to get a little unfair. And just made me appreciate Double Dash not only just, like, as a good game, but how well they did on the balancing of the yeah. items and the AI just for that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, I feel like Double Dash gets a lot of hate, which I never really understood because honestly, it's one of my favorite the, Mario Kart. It's, it's, it's not my what... favorite, but it's like it's high up there. But a lot of a lot of people say it's the worst one. I'm like, there's no way it's the it worst puts one. Me, it puts me off because I don't like the whole. And this is such a small complaint, and it's largely because it's out of my comfort zone. But switching the characters to use items hmm. is just it's just something that's weird to me. It's like it's like playing a racing game. And changing it from automatic to manual, at least for me. Really? Well, I mean, the it's, awesome it's like it's a just a dra- it's it's a stupid, stupid complaint. I was gonna say, but it's, the, it's no, it's no different than like having two weapons in a first-person shooter. Joe, what you uh, do yeah, is no, you I'm just it's out of my back. comfort zone. That's just the only reason. Oh, it's see, it's see, a stupid I, reason. I loved it. I always thought it was a step back in the new Mario Karts where you only have one wep- yeah, weapon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I first of all, I. As you know, I love cooperative games. I rarely like having to like beat another human. I like to work together on the same team with somebody. To then this is the perfect game for you. Exactly, because <laughs> it, racing games are usually the opposite of that. It's t- you, you know the idea of a cooperative race game, you know, is just not really. But this was awesome because you could um, you could you could just make you could just have a lot of fun because you it, could you know yeah. play with your friends and then also. Um, uh, my best friend Landon, he, uh, he and I, we, we had like the perfect, we had every map, every, every map down to a science. <laughs> and I'd be in the back and he'd be driving and we'd know all the, the times to use all the items and how, how to do the best turns on the maps. And it was just really fun because like if we didn't have that on the same cart, we'd always be like saying, we'd always be competing instead of cooperating. You know what I mean? Like yeah. getting that first place trophy is fun for both of us because we did that together as opposed to one of us always winning the other person, you know. But anyway. Yeah, totally. Like, especially since I, uh, I mean, I have a sister. So when we were kids, like th- that's what we would play. And it, it, we had a ton of fun. Yeah. And also the back, the back can be actually a skilled job if you, you know, use it right. But it oh, also yeah. can be um, a non-skilled job for somebody who doesn't, you know, isn't good at, you know, double dash. You know, you throw them on the back and they can still enjoy the game, but, you know, they don't have to, you know what I mean? It's totally like the perfect little sister position. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I have to say, I think it plays, at least the controller feels a lot better with the Xbox 360 controller. So, because you know, because that's what I emulated it with. So. Yeah. So. Eh. More, more kudos towards. That's just preference. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, I just, for example, like just drifting with the analog stick and uh, I mean the the trigger, the analog triggers and the the analog stick just felt better. Hmm. Okay. Um. Should I go to the next topic? Yeah. Let's Keep do this it. train more, rolling. More Nintendo I, stuff. You need this to explain more. to me why these things are on here. This is our Nintendo's love podcast. Yeah, so Dude, we all love well, this I is I'm making up for all the Nintendo. shit we talk. So as you know, I've been considering for that it was like three weeks now. <laughs> considering the whole like three DS thing in that future yeah. that I have money and then have that future where I can actually spend that money. 
I was gonna say um, you should you should be looking at cheap ass gamer. Like there have been pricing if, mistakes if on the three DS to get one, them on crazy deals. If I get one, one I'd wait for the, the that one to be released. Yeah, wait for the new and then one. Two, I I'd like a new one just so it can last the longest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely think you should wait for the new one. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, I'm like wow, because being a, a gamer, I don't really because I don't have you're kind of locked out from all Nintendo stuff unless you've got like a Wii U or Wii. Or like uh, a 3DS, right? Yep. So I was thinking, you know, if I'm really going to get into this whole Nintendo mode, you know, <laughs> am I going to be kind of just like capped by the Nintendo, like only Nintendo games? And then I was thinking, you know, actually Nintendo's got like, if you look at their whole lineup and you've been like, you haven't played any Nintendo game in like 10 years, then you've actually got a quite a big, you know, collection of IPs that are actually Dude, pretty good. yeah. I mean, Nintendo so, Nintendo consistently produces some of the best games. Yeah. So anyway, I was uh, playing Wind Waker on Dolphin. As a matter of fact, I stopped because I thought this would be awesome for my 16-hour playing ride because it's it's a good enough game that you can just sit and enjoy it. Mm. Whereas some other games, like, I don't know if I could play for that long. But this is like, it's got an adventure and a story. But I was just playing it and I was appreciating, like, maybe it's just because I haven't played an adventure genre in a while. But I was just appreciating, like, it has a solid aesthetic. I mean, Wind Waker is, is different from some of the other Dude, Zelda games. Wind but, Waker um, is gorgeous. Like, it yeah. is, my, is my favorite looking Zelda well, game it's just by like, far. They have this, like, cartoon feel, but it just still feels like... It, it's just It's got a really interesting aesthetic. Um, so yeah. that's, that's one check. The mechanics are great. I mean, that's kind of already been established in Zelda games. But I haven't used the Zelda mechanics... And I mean, I've, I've never like played a game with it really. So I was just impressed <laughs> by the combat and just the, the platforming, just some of the basic Zelda mechanics. Um, the story's cute. I, I wish it was a little bit older, but I do know they're marketing it towards a younger audience. But, um, I feel like what I like in it is I feel <laughs> like I, I can, I am on an adventure. You know what I mean? Like I do have like yeah. a beginning and an end and I am going through that in adventure. And I, I feel this like sense of discovery and exploration and achievement. Where some of the other games I've been playing recently, I feel like I don't feel that same sense of adventure. So I, I think I'm going to enjoy that. And also, yeah, I did was able to uh, up the resolution and do all the enhancements, oh, yeah. and it looks amazing. Especially 16 by 9 looks great for that. So Also, Kyle, uh, you mentioned that it might be marketed for a younger audience. Well, I'll... That comes into question towards the end of the game. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, if you finish the game, we can uh, talk about that. Okay. <laughs> okay, should I go to the next one? Yeah, keep keep it rolling, man. Okay, so also, I played Gary's Mod. Now, I've had Gary's Mod, but this is when I kind of got more into it because I think I told you guys I bought Counter-Strike Source, so now I, I got rid of all the uh, purple-black textures. Purple black textures. Purple black well, okay. textures. All right, What's that? <laughs> I for what happens is because Gary's mod uses a whole bunch of source games as its like assets, right? Mm-hmm. The main ones you really want to have are like Half Life Two, Team Fortress Two, pr- pretty and, and Counter Strike Source. And if you don't have that, if there's models and textures that aren't that the the server wants to use, you don't have them. You get I think like, the term magenta is like everywhere. Black. Yeah, they'll have like a purple black grid, and that's just the, what the code does for if you have a missing texture. And like, can you imagine playing through a game and then all of a sudden you you see a wall or like a gun? Well, the guns are the worst because the guns are just a big red 3D error error text. 
<laughs> so somebody in their hand is just holding. So anyway, I got rid of those. I was actually enjoying it. I've been trying out different game modes. It's been fun because I remember some of my best experiences in kind of online gaming from when I was like a kid was Halo 3 custom maps with some, yeah. some of my friends online. With the Forge and mode? Dude. Forge mode, yeah, it was all Forge. Um, matter of fact, there's a couple game modes that I wouldn't mind programming myself into Gary's mod. Um, but, yeah, there was, there is, um, but I'm thinking like, oh, Gary's mod's awesome because that takes the, the idea of just pure creation or like, you know, any game you, mode you want and puts it into the world. Um, so I tried that and then, um, I have fun sometimes, but there's also times where it's just like, Oh, the people that put mics on. Oh, oh my god. Just like, why are you even talking? I, I, I'm not, I'm usually very patient, but sometimes it's just like, no, I have to disconnect from the server. I no, just cannot. I, you know what I mean? Or you could just mute, mute them. I could, but I also want, I want like a server that like, it's just tough doing random multiplayer because I wish there was like better algorithms in place to put me paired with gamers that like have my similar, you know what I mean? Like for example, I'm fine role playing on a, a server. Mm -hmm. Like on a, cause it was one of the game modes as a role playing server. I'm like, you know, I'm one of the, the kind of people that's okay to do like a serious role play, but I only like to do serious role play if everybody role plays, other, otherwise you feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're, you know, I mean, if, if everyone's like fully going like hardcore role playing, it's actually a lot of fun because, you know, you're all acting, you're all like playing your character. But if one person like spoils it, then it's like, okay, now I kind of feel like an idiot. You know, you either <laughs> have to break character to deal with it. And then there's other things like, you know, I, I want to be like, for example, um, game mode like terrorist, what was it? Terrorist trouble in terrorist town or something like that. I don't know how well you know Gary's mind. I don't really know know it very well at all. all right, well, I don't really want to explain, but just a couple of game modes. They could be fun because they could involve a lot of talking, a lot of, you know, fun chat. But, you know, some people will ruin it just by, you know, it's random screaming on the mic or just nonsense yeah. noise. And See, it's yeah, almost honestly, like you, you got to just browse around until you find a yeah. few good people, steam friend them, and then just, like, pair up with them. <laughs> or something. Honestly, the worst I find with that sort of thing is when... Um, someone doesn't understand that background noise gets picked up and they have like a CD playing and you're just hearing all their music. Or yeah, like, some people what? don't, they don't put headphones in. Like for example, out of respect, anytime I want to do any kind of mic work yeah. on games, I always put headphones on. Yeah. And then like people will just, I guess, just, I used to just don't have the respect that I do. And when they get in the game, they just turn on their mic and if anyone else is talking or anything in the game, it'll just get that feedback and it's just, yep. ugh. It's terrible. And then it's always, like, some kid that, like, sounds like he's eight. He's yeah, and like, I was also Ew! noticing that there's, there's people who just sound, like, way too young to be, like, doing this. And I don't know if they're just, like, the biggest troll or, like, they're no, they actually that young. They're actually that young. Like, I would, Spoilers, I would they're honestly, actually that young. They're actually that young. I would actually be nice the like, if one of them, to me. Like, I'm, I'm one of those kind of people who, like, if they want to, let's say I'm doing, like, this was actually kind of fun, doing a Daisy Gary's mod. It was like little eight year old comes up to me. He said, "Do you want to party up? Do you want to team up?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." Like I'm not gonna be like a uh, uh, you know a dick to him or anything. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll I'll work with him. I'll play with them. But like if he's just like messing around and he's playing like immaturely, yeah. What I'm saying is it's not the age that I don't like. It's the immaturity that sometimes comes with the age. So, exactly. 
If you, he's you just want to enjoy the game. You don't want to be messing yeah. around with. If he's bullshit. got a high pitched voice, I can deal with it as long as what he's saying is you know relevant. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, I don't. I know, um, Joe. You said you weren't really in the mood for Gary's mod, but I definitely want to find someone I can actually like team up with in in Daisy. Because um, that was actually kind of fun to this, you know, scavenge around. You see some. Do you know how Daisy works? Which Daisy? Are we talking about the standalone or the actual mod? They're mod? all. It's it's. I'm talking about the um. Well, first it first came out as a mod mod for Arma Two. Yeah. Then it came out as a standalone and just added like you know fan community. They put it in Gary's mod. Um, oh. I like it in Gary's mod one because I already have it. Two because you know, it, you could just it's you know it's Gary's mod, so you can kind of have fun with it. But um, it's it's kind of fun because you you pretty much dropped into this big world with nothing, like literally nothing. Um, and you've got to worry about food, hunger, fatigue, and health. Um. And pretty much you, you, there's zombies in the world, which really aren't the biggest threat. They just, you gotta kind of avoid. It's them. just other dicks on the server. Who it's are other gonna, dicks, like, kill but the you. thing is that there's some people. I, so I'm like, I'm pretty much have this like philosophy when I jump into the server is I will only attack another player out of self defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll like walk around. The moment you see somebody, you raise your gun. You're like, okay. And they look at you and the gun. And then you hop in the mic and you're like, hey, and they're like, hi. And they're like literally waiting. Like, they're thinking, are you going to shoot me? And then we're thinking, am I going to shoot you? And the exchange will either be like, hey, sometimes I'll have ammo for his gun. He'll have ammo for my gun or something like that. And we'll do like a trade or we'll even like party up. But sometimes like the tension will just crap break and somebody will just shoot and then loot the other guy and just run. Right. <laughs> and I, it, you can be a dick about it, but it could also get pretty intense because like after a couple times of just getting shot on site. I was just like, I don't really have time to do the whole, okay, if I get started and get shot, I'll act on self-defense. Because by the time someone starts shooting at me, I'm done within a few seconds if I don't, like, by the time I can I get a gun out. So then, like, I'll see somebody coming towards me, and I'm like, they've got a gun raised. And I'm like, I've got a clean shot right now. They could be good, but they could also be, you know, shooting me any moment. So it's, it's actually, it's a, I know there's been a couple people who have, like, tried to psychoanalyze analyze it. Yeah. But it's actually pretty fun to, like... It's just, there's a lot of tension that's all, like, community-driven just by, like... Because, you know, you can also make, like, teams... Like, you can get a big team of five, and then you're, like, unstoppable. And you almost feel like... It's it's a bit of, like, a, a power rush. Because you can, like, really let it go to your head and just be, like, a total dick to everybody. Or you can try to be, like, the kind of, like, the wasteland savior and, like, try to help out every, you know, new guy you, you find who has nothing and just, you know, give him a, a, a basic gun and a, and a few shots to protect himself, you know. And I don't know. It, it, it was exciting. But <laughs> it's only exciting if you have people who, like, you know, you know, do it, you know, with you. The, you know, the other people who are just, like, are, are, are willing to kind of, like, have that kind of, how, how do I want to say this? Don't want to be a dick about it. Yeah. Um, another thing is cool is the, the mic is only for proximity. So you could be walking around, you know, keeping your look, and all of a sudden you hear people chatting on the mic. And you're like, oh, shit, you know, where are those guys? Because, <laughs> you know, you just walked into the proximity of the mic chat. Um, so, you like, you know they're nearby. It, it's just really cool to also have that proximity. So it's not like everybody on the server is all talking at wa- once. You only can hear the person if you're close to them. So that's yeah. kind of cool because, like, also that means you could be talking to somebody, but you don't know who can also hear you. So, like, for example... If you meet somebody random on the server and you're like planning like some kind of like sneak attack at like somebody's base, like whatever, you could just be talking to them, but you don't know that somebody might be eavesdropping or something. 
uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun, so. Yep, that's, that's just what I wanted to say. Gary's mod. The one thing I was wondering is if any of you guys knew, like, like, a, a good way to search online for servers that, like, have, you know, real strict, you know, good community standards. Not, not really. Not a fast and easy way to do yeah. that. Yeah. You would, you'd have to find someone that has, like, a private one that you could kind of ask to join. Yeah. Yeah. You, probably the public ones are going to be tough to... Yeah, and at that point, they're going to ask you for passwords and shit like that, and you're probably going to have to be a part of some site community, so... I don't know, it depends how eager yeah, you are to have yeah. that, and it seems like you are, so they the hoops might nice be worth jumping it, through. It could be, I mean, there's that, and I remember, it was the same thing on Halo, although I think Xbox Live did a little bit better job just kind of moderating. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you would you would you'd connect to, like, let's say 20 people, and there'd be, like, one or two guys on of those 20 people who would actually be, let's just call them, not a dick. Like, you'd be <laughs> playing the game like you should, talking in the mic like you should, and even you'd get that guy who's got a good sense of humor, and, like, he's okay. There's a couple times in, in, like, Gary's Mod where, like, somebody will trick me, and they'll kill me. But they're, like, a good sport about it. Like, they'll, like, hey, like, hey, you know, does I think there's ammo over there, and I'll, I'll turn or something, and he'll just get, like, shoot me in the back of the head. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I fell for that one, you know, and he'll, he'll be a good sport about it. He won't like, you know, go over and, you know, he won't like shout anything on the mic. He'll just kind of like, no, he's, it, it's just that kind of thing. Like, I'm okay being pwned on a server as long as people are good sports about it. So, yeah. Totally. Okay. Pwnage is always acceptable. Just don't be a dick about it. Yeah. 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 I guess that's, that's true. Um, next topic. Next topic. I beat Arkham City. Woohoo! Dude, I need to do that. I need to do that too. I haven't beat, like, you know, there's a couple, because I have the Game of the Year edition, so there's like a little, there's mm -hmm. like an extra story at the end. I didn't do the, all the side quests, I just kind of went through the main story. But, like, there was a point in the game where I was, like, just working my way through it. And it was near the end, and I'm just thinking, I think this is the most well designed game I've ever played. Hmm. And, like, but that's in what like. sense? Like gameway, gameplay wise, or like open say, world wise. Because um, I think the gameplay in, in the Batman games is simply amazing. Yeah. But so let's. Yeah, I, so I find that the world is, lacks it feels, sometimes. It feels amazing. The gameplay just feels. Amazing. You feel. You feel like you are Batman doing the punches. You feel like yeah. you are. So they that's that's that. awesome. Um. I guess I'm just I'm a pretty big Superman superhero fan. It's specifically Batman, so maybe okay, I was... I was, was going to say, are you really... a Superman fan or a Batman fan? Well, I'm a superhero fan. I Do you align with Superman. Superman or Batman? Answer now! Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Who's going to win? Who's going to fucking win? No no comment, but anyway... What? Um, what? What do you mean no comment? Your conviction is showing. Because, oh, I mean, are we going to... This is this is not just something you can answer with just, like, a yes or no. You can't just, like, pick well, one sentence. You I mean, according... If you're going by the comics, you can, because well, they I already mean, made a comic where Batman beats Superman. They've already made a comic where Superman beats Batman. I they mean, whose side do you want to be on when the other loses? <laughs> I don't... It's, it's like... It's it's like it's like asking the question, what happens when an unstoppable force meets an unmovable force? <laughs> well... That's, the unstoppable force will simply keep going. It just won't go into the unmovable force. 
Yeah, so like put that in context with Superman and Batman fighting. But look, that they just shake hands and walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what would happen. Is Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne would just be like, "There is no point for this nonsense. We are friends," and they'd hug it out and they would save the day. And then Clark and then- would take his opportunity to kill Bruce in a hug of death. <laughs> I was gonna say, then the super fans will rage about how stupid that was. But anyway, um, I mean, he back. wears underwear outside of his well, pants. They, both, they will both do, but hold on. <laughs> and it's the hugging that's the stupid part. Oh, anyway, boy. it's just Arkham City. I maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit with. He's well weak to a mineral. Oh my god, his weakness is a mineral. Yeah, Superman's kind of lame. I'm just, I just gotta say He that. puts on glasses to disguise himself. I know, I love that. Isn't that great? That's <laughs> I do so like dumb. That, yeah, I do like that. Wait, hold on, we're not, we're not talking about... I just want to keep finish up Arkham City. Yeah, finish no, up Arkham, Arkham City. Arkham City's great. Arkham City's anyway, awesome. Um, just the character design, just the, the story. I guess I'm just a, a sucker to a good Batman story. That was just it, like... Yeah, and it's like... I get it all, has the all the voice. Content. It has the voice actors you want. Like, oh it, it, yeah, it's got it, Kevin it, it, Conroy it, it, nailing Batman perfectly, and then Mark Hamill with the Joker. Oh, dude, it, that's that's the last Mark Hamill Joker performance. Hmm? The, last. the last time that he's ever going to play the Joker. Like he said that he's done. Either not bringing him back for um, no, no, Arkham Knight. No, no, they have. Uh, is it Troy Baker? Someone else, someone else is doing the Joker. Well, um, okay. Well, I mean, okay. I can't. I can't. You can't. You just can't. Even you're so odd. I mean, okay. I will. No, I can't. What? You what? Can't, what can't you? Will? Why can't you? It's just, you can't it's play it without sp- him. No, it's a big spoiler. But pretty much, can I? Spoiler alert, but Dude, it's almost I already a spoiler. know what happens. I already know okay, what happens. Okay, it's a spoiler alert for all the viewers. Okay, skip this part. Spoiler alert. The Joker dies, but it's, it's, I thought, it's really not, because as you know, the, the kind of the, the, the <sighs> way it goes in superhero comics is no one can ever really die because yeah, no if one the does. fans want them, they come back because of something that happened in the universe that raised them from the dead. Yeah. Oh, we we found his brain and we constructed a new body for him. Honestly, the there way I'm go. thinking they're gonna do it is Joker died real close to the Lazarus pit. I'm sure like somebody just picked up his body and threw him in there. I'm still <laughs> surprised that Joker hasn't died from tremendous blood loss resulting in his spine fucking poking out of his back from the first game. Yeah. I know, isn't that great? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, that was graphic. But anyway, so that no, was a like, great man. game. Yeah, this I is like it. what so wait, Peter, you haven't played City yet? No. See, this I is haven't. no. This is why, and I was talking about this before the podcast is over. Winter break. Me and Peter need to put two TVs side by side oh, and play games, dude. and then we'll play through Arkham City together at the same time, like next at the show. same fucking time. That's gonna be interesting. Right, I guess we could do that with other things too. My shit list is a mile long. I don't know if I'd like do that. This. But why anyway. would you not like this? This is a great idea. It's just because, like, when I play a single-player game, I like to lights I'm off n- only me and my monitor. I and don't need an just, intimate moment with Batman. I yeah, need me neither. My, I Joe, do need if you, that, Joe, if you want to do this, I will bring my TV if we if we actually TV, do this. monitor, whatever. No, we actually need to do this because when we play Garden Warfare together, we need to be able to know why the other is fucking up. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be me. That'll, whoa. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, more on Arkham, the Arkham series. Let's just talk about, I think, personally, the best sequel to any game has been Arkham Asylum to Arkham City. I think they took every a- aspect from Arkham Asylum, made it better, every aspect that wasn't good, took it out, and they just upped everything. So without, wait, like, as a sequel, just, you mean second iteration, not necessarily any sequel? Yeah, let's just call it. Yeah, I. That's it's. It's hard to say. It's just as far as the best way to do a second game in an IP mm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. I don't know. It's 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 tough to. But you know, do you know what I'm saying, right? It's just the yeah. idea that okay, the first game was a hit. We want to make a second game that you know that's you know like the first game, but we're gonna prove it was just really well done. Like. Everything that I was like, oh, this doesn't really feel right in Arkham Asylum. I popped in Arkham City. I say popped in as a euphemism because you know I'm just downloading it. But um, well, I, I actually do pop them in. Oh, yeah, I, have okay. a, I have a PS3. Right, right. It uses Blu-ray discs. Okay, do, right. do, 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 do. Don't stop popping. <laughs> but anyway, pop until you won't stop. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, it just did a really great job of improving everything. Oh, and the start of the game, like. I know this is, you don't want to like, I feel like judging a book by its cover is like judging a game by the start, but like the start of the game when he is, he's oh my God, I'm just, I'm just such a big Batman fan and it, and it, and it, it, what is it called? It's, uh, it floated all my boats. It, 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 it rang the right bells or what, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I bet. It hit, it hit it all the sweet G spots. It did. It honestly did. It was all the greatest things about Batman and just the beginning of the game. And he's like calling up Alfred and he's getting all his gear and oh and then you know and then Nightwing comes about oh my god. Matter of fact, I just wanna I wanna I wanna drop the podcast right now and play right now. I just wanna start You could play it while you podcast, that's what I do. Yeah. But anyway, it was a great game. I'm glad and I'm I'm excited to do the side quest because usually I you know, I'm just excited to do the, the side quest. Get okay. all the side quests done. Yeah. Okay, next, Pokemon Stadium 2. More Nintendo stuff. The best Pokemon Stadium? Someone um, going to challenge yeah. me on this? Well, there's only yes? two, and I think... Uh, two, well, okay, best one is... best console Pokemon game? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, is someone going to... Fu- yeah, I, that's why I said it. Honestly, Who's gonna... I, I, wait, I, I, I brought the topic up. I, I just want to finish. Jesus Christ, say. Kyle. Can't all be about you. <laughs> just hold on. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll fine. Talk, say you your thing, and then like... we'll d- dive into this. I'm Have just going to say, if we're making good time. Is what, if, if your statement is verbatim off of this thing, then you're not saying anything new. Like, everyone already knows this. But I, I know it's... Okay, then let just me just talk statement. about your experiences with Stadium. Okay, we'll... okay just hold on. So... Pokemon Battle Revolutions came out for the Wii, and it was kind of like Pokemon Stadium, but yeah. not at all. And this the big question I want to ask is, why Nintendo? Because they already made a Pokemon <laughs> Stadium, or a po- what's called Pokemon Stadium like game. We don't, I don't need them like, I don't need, I didn't need them to make Pokemon Stadium three, but they already made a Pokemon Stadium like game that was really perfect because there's not much you need in you know a Pokemon fighter. You just need the proper mechanics, good controls. And you know, extra graphics is just you know a plus, right? And they just like for some, I don't know why. They, why couldn't they just have done that? Like, why? Why do Pokemon Battle Revolution? It, it was horrible. Well, money, money. But no, it's not. A, it's not about money. It's like you could have done it right. You're no, saying, I mean like, like Nintendo knows that Pokemon is a cash cow, so they're just like, well, they're gonna let, milk that mill tank for yeah. all it's worth. 
Yeah, let, let's get real. Like, Nintendo has even said that Pokemon is a handheld series. So whenever they come out with a console one, I just know that it's going to be like a C team making some random ass console game. So they're just like, well, let's just pump this out and get get some extra money in, and there so, we go. So like, pretty much, you can have what are called rental Pokemon and Pokemon Stadium too. They yeah. sucked, but it still meant you could play as every Pokemon in the game. I think except for like Mew or whatnot, you know, just like some of the the rare ones, but. What was awesome is that you could like pop in the game and just like make your your dream team of just even if it was just basic Pokemon, right? Yeah. Pokemon Battle Revolution, you like have to use like these like really crappy teams. The only way to get more Pokemon in is you have to have the DS Pokemon game or whatnot. And yeah. You got to import them in. Um, and then also, I not I've never played it with Wait. multiplayer. How do you pick moves in multiplayer? It's like, a button for moves, and you just pick one. Yeah, isn't aren't they just assigned to buttons? It's kind of yeah. like how Madden is when you pick plays. Okay, what exactly. I don't like is um, you are they hidden before you show them? They they start out hidden, and then you okay. can hold down a button, and then okay, it'll show the button right. prompt. Okay, pretty much you could. What I liked in um Pokemon Stadium Two is if you like had everything memorized. You could play the entire game without your opponent knowing any of your Pokemon's moves or having known, like, uh, any of the Pokemon you picked before you actually put them out. Yeah. Which was awesome. Like, that's, 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 that's nice. Um, and also, I know this is, like, a little thing, but, like, it's, it's a big thing, too, is the announcer in Pokemon Stadium 2. Do you guys remember the announcer? He's so Not- fucking hyped all the time. <laughs> but I love him. Like, he, he reminds me, he makes me feel like I'm in the anime, which is, I think, what I always wanted in the Pokemon games, is to be... Is to the be very best? The- <laughs> like, no one ever was? <laughs> no, to catch like, them. I remember when, like, Ash would go to, like, the big, massive coliseums, where yeah. you have these huge fans, these, like, huge fans, and you'd have the announcer, like, rattling off, and like it just made Pokemon so big, and I and I loved how like the announcer was like he would like say oh and the Pokemon is poisoned or you know you know and <laughs> sparks are flying in this heated battle exactly exactly <laughs> and I loved it because I was like you know I could pick any move and he would you know make he would tell the the move to like the massive crowd that was watching my epic Pokemon game. Um, oh what a hit! Exactly. You're, you're it's down it. and out. Yeah. See. Okay. Wait, Joe. We got. We got to play some Pokemon Stadium. But uh, yeah, we do. We do. I, I concur. Yep. I'll, I'll get up uh, the N64 emulator. There are there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I feel like they've done that. They've done I'll, a way I'll to they, over. they've over. baked they. Well, yeah, that. But I think they've baked a way into like I know Dolphin. You can play shit online. Um. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. With like Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, well. Yeah, I would hope that they did Joe, that with I was Project talking, 64. Like, you would actually have to come and physically meet me. I mean, you don't want me in the room. <laughs> we would actually have to like see. We'd actually have people to would actually die. People would. <laughs> Innocent people would die. But anyway, it just it just seems it just was because I remember when I got Dolphin, I was like, oh, what do I want to play for you know the Wii? And I was like, oh, they made a Pokemon game that's kind of like Pokemon Sing. <laughs> so you know, I download it. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to play oh. this, and I'm just like, what? Well, first this of is, all, this is so great coming from you. That's kind of been out of it as far as these I games, but like I remember when this game came out, and like all the reviews destroyed it. It did, and, like, and I really should look. I, if I was buying it, I would look at the reviews. But I just like looked at the yeah. title and it's like, oh, cool, you know, Pokemon about. <laughs> you know. 
No, but here here are the but two I, big I things I that I remember. Something, honestly, when I started playing, I'm like, am I missing something? Like, am I not, <laughs> am I not doing something right? No, there there are two big things that I remember as being like, what the hell are they doing? Situations. So the first of it, first of the two things is most of the old Pokemon, their polygons are recycled from the N sixty four game, just with better textures. So they're really? super low poly and look pretty bad. I was like, you really couldn't re-render these guys? Okay. And then the second one is, so you mentioned uploading Pokemon from your DS. Yeah. So that thing was totally glitched out to where, so they try to do these checks to make sure your Pokemon are real because some people found ways to glitch in Pokemon in the DS versions. Oh, yeah. But it had so many, uh, like, false positives to where, like, it would be like, oh, this one's fake. We're going to delete it when it actually was your Pokemon. And people were having this happen with, like, their starters and, like, their legendaries that they had caught. Wait, wait, and it just deletes it for good. It deletes it for good. It's gone. So wait, a lot wait, of people... Wait, so is it, is it, does it work like a trade? Like, for example, you can't have it on the console and on your DS at the same time? Yeah, you can't have them on both at the same time. And, and so many people, so many people lost Pokemon in that game that like people said, just don't even bother doing that. Just don't do it. Like you will lose well, your you Pokemon. You can't even like play the game without like because like who wants to play like you can't even you know what I mean? Like first yeah, of all, it'd be awesome just to have like first of all, just the j- first and second generation enough uh, by itself was awesome in Pokemon Stadium too. But like to have the full lineup would have been awesome. I feel like Nintendo needs to stop being so stingy with their Pokemon and yeah. allow you to the just kind of copy it into any other <laughs> game that is not the same generation. Peter, Peter. Yeah. You know what's going to happen is the next, like, you know, when they come out with the, the Pokemon, you know, the next Pokemon Stadium game for the, the Wii U, it's going to be, and now you import Pokemon with your Nevas. Buy all I'll 700 be- Nevas <laughs> to get the full lineup. Oh god! <laughs> you gotta buy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they stuff. did some shit. Like they let you decorate your poke. Well, they did it with um Diamond and Pro. I'm not sure if they still do it, but when you released a Pokemon out of its Pokeball, it would have like you could have flames come out with it oh, and shit. Geez. If they had an amiibo, that would unlock like a fucking Mario hat or some shit. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just thinking like if I still want to do like like one of the reasons that I loved Pokemon Stadium 2. Keep in mind when it came out. The only way you could see a 3D animated Pokemon battle that you got to choose, you know, the moves, was that game. Exactly, You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you would play it in your little, like, you know, what, what was it? Gold and Silver was out at the time, right? So you would have, you'd at least have color, but it would be color sprites that would, you know, be... But then, like, when well, you saw you would have the color TV, if you had a Game Boy Color. Well, you, that's the only way you could get Gold and Silver. Well, that, that game was, uh, no, that game was cross. It was, you could also play it on Game Boy. What? Yeah, there there were special cartridges that worked on the original Game Boy and the color, but on the color it would show colors. All right, well, I, I didn't know that, but let's just assume that nobody <laughs> did that because that is really weird. What? I did that. No, I don't count you. Okay, but the, still, <laughs> my point's still valid. Is you still had to play with your 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 two D Pokemon, right? Yeah, exactly. But then, exactly. like, you put it on the TV, and all of a sudden, I mean, like, oh my god, three D graphics, and it blew my mind. Like, my Pokemon are now three D. Like, they exist now. Like in my in my ten year old mind, they were like real. They were real, <laughs> and I could now, you know, it was just awesome. But I feel like now, if I really want that same experience, I can just get the the 3ds. Like the 3ds. Like I remember when I was um a kid, you know, I'd use my imagination a lot to see the Pokemon battles, you know, in my head. Mm-hmm. 
Because remember, I'm, I'm a guy who really likes immersion. So, like, when yeah. I'm watching my 2D sprite walking across the screen, I'm like, wow, I really wish that, like, you know, I could get, you know, a 3D world in my handheld. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, that was great in my imagination. Then I got older. I'm like, oh, that's never going to happen because there's no way you could get that much power in a little handheld thing. But then it happened. And I yeah. should have been. I was actually smarter as a kid than I did was when I grew up <laughs> <laughs> to think that the technology would improve. Um, the thing is, like, the 3DS nails it. Like, it looks great in 3D. With, yeah. So, uh, so I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna enjoy that when I get it eventually. I'm just hoping. Have they are the stories more mature or are they keep them still pretty PG? They're it's for kids. They've gotten worse. Yeah, it's gotten worse. In my opinion, in terms of it's like friendliness, about, like, friendship. Remember all, like, when your rival was a fucking asshole and you hated yes. that goddamn piece of shit? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I do. Uh, you now they make it hard to even hate the bad guy, which is like. Uh, Although yeah. then again, then again, uh, if I was in the Pokemon world, my best friend would be my rival, and I'd love Pokemon battling with him, and I would have a big, this you know really good friendship and sportsmanship with him. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like your rival should be your companions, and I think that's how they made it, as opposed to that, you know, that jerk. I kind of like the jerk. I kind of miss the jerk. Will they ever not, before you say no instantly, just keep a really open mind. Will they ever make <laughs> No, you're not my boss. A mature, like, a mature focused Pokemon game. Fuck no. No, 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 no. That's not Nintendo. Nope. Nintendo. <laughs> They're not even going to make a it. Set of rules. They're not even going to touch teen. You know what? They're not. It's only gonna get more uh, well, flanderized. Remember, Super, Super Smash Bros. I think is teen. No, it's not E-10. anymore. It used oh, to be. Once, once oh. upon a time, it was melee was, and then they're like, yeah. nope, never again. They kept I, don't, I do remember in was it elementary school? My friend he bought melee. He was so excited. Like he was waiting months. And now, like months is a lot, but like when you're in yeah. elementary school, I mean, mm-hmm. months is just like years, right? And it finally came out, and he was ready to play it, and his mom saw that was rated teen. Oh, my God. And, well, no, because, I mean, you know, at the time, you know. Yeah. Right? And she, like, put it in the, you know, the upper cupboard and said we weren't allowed to play it. And, like, That's so stupid. <sighs> first of all, like, I was, my mom was okay. Like, first of all, I didn't even own the game, but she was okay, like, with me playing. Like, she wouldn't want me to play rated M games, but she was okay with teens. Yeah. The thing um, is, like, ratings are so subjective. Like, if anything, the, they, the mother should have, like, seen what was in the game then decided not just like oh well, keep in mind this this kid was pretty uh he'll he'll rem- well you guys wouldn't even know sheltered yes yeah, no, I've, no, I've been playing smash since i was like five like, like the opposite of shelter he was he'd be heavily influenced by the fighting in the game let's put it that way oh really ah yeah. so, so he has problems yeah in a way one he, could say he would just get he's got he had like three little brothers and they would be they're they roughhouse a lot he, if they played Smash Bros. together, things would get broken. Hmm. So, but anyway, I just remember he was, like, devastated. You gotta leave it in the game. Yeah. Leave it in the game. Yeah, but, he, 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 but, I mean, he, you know, we were young. For me, for me, even then, you know, I was pretty chill about video games. Like if, I, if I died in a video game, I was like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, me too. I feel like that's, like, it's almost like... Um, it's something you have to almost like it's like a psychological thing, like to to take video games seriously, but not let them affect your emotions when mm-hmm. you know, things go wrong. I I feel like also the first few games that I played kind of influenced that. Like I grew up with like hard platformers that you die all the time, so it's like, well, 
I just got used to that dying is just part of games. And yeah. I think some people didn't get that, and they're just like, every time I die, I get pissed off. It's like, well... But at the same time, when I was early playing video games, I would hate to die. Like, it would really... like it, it would Because keep in mind, like, I wasn't very good, so if I died, it means I pretty much got stuck. I mean, there was a point where I would have to stop playing a video game because I got stuck in the game. Now with the mm. internet, I've got enough skill to beat, like, any game. And then with the internet, like, I can solve any puzzle which I try not to do the best I can, but if I really do get stuck, like, I cannot get this. The internet, you know, will get me out of a sticky situation. Hmm. Yeah, I'm also at that point where I have so many games where if it's like I'm not enjoying this game or this game is, like, being annoying, I can just be like, fuck it, I'm done yeah, with this, did, I move I on. I just kind of, like, drop. I may eventually finish it, but Watch Dogs, I got to a point where I was just like, I've had all the mechanics, the only thing I'm missing is a little bit more story, and the story was not very compelling, I don't know. yeah. Watch Dogs. Yeah, everyone. I hope we know. I hope everyone knows. But Watch Dogs was kind of a disappointment. In in the in the story realm. Yeah, there was a couple things, but it was a great idea for a game. And oh yeah, I really did enjoy that. I mean, it was GTA with some hacking hooks, but they yeah. never really did a lot with it. It was wanted, like a new aesthetic, really. I kind of wish it had more hacking. Like I wanted you it know, to be all hacking. You know what I um. I so when I saw a YouTube channel that described it best is that the the world in Watch Dogs, the Chicago Watch Dogs, almost felt like it was built for you to make it a playground. But the world in GTA, you're simply existing in the world and you can just like pretty much the idea is you're existing in the world, but when you turn off the game, the world still goes on without you. You're simply just a citizen in that world that can just do whatever it wants. But in Watch Dogs it's almost like you are the center of the world. The world will revolve around you. Hmm. And that kind of like... It just doesn't have the same feeling. What's the other game? Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I, I feel like when I was younger, when I didn't have as many video games, because now PC games are so cheap, um, when I was younger, if I had a video game, I felt like I had to beat it. But now it's just like, I'll get to a point, and I'm just like, if I'm not, if it's if I'm only missing story, you know... I could just stop right here. Like, there's oh, like, yeah, definitely. There's some games like uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. I there was like the way you progress in the game is there's like you keep doing these like side quests, side missions, and you get more points, and eventually you unlock you you get the the opportunity to challenge a car on like a like a top fifteen list or something yeah. like that. And I got to number two, and I saw the points required to get to number one, and I'm just like, it's, it's like a, a huge exponential leap from two to one. Like three, you know, three to two, two to one was huge. And I was just like, you know, I'm I'm kind of done. <laughs> yeah. This, this, yeah, pretty much. Okay, well that's that's my so, list. So oh. Joe. Yes. Joe. Yes. What's what's up with home? What's going on in PlayStation Home these days? Well, they're giving out a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I got all the free stuff. I did what, too. What's, what's PlayStation Home? All right. Once upon a time. PlayStation thought it'd be a great idea to get into sort of the social networking yeah. side uh, of Second Lifestyle. Second Lifestyle. Uh, is this that virtual like virtual PlayStation yes. world? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Th- what do they do with that? I remember that, that was um, a cool idea. It's being shut down in March. Yeah. What? I mean no one uses it and it was awful, but like So they're shutting cool it down. Idea. You say no one uses it, but every time I go on, there's tons of people. Yeah. 
harassing other people. Either way, they're shutting it down in March. And as a result, they've been basically saying, hey, you know all that shit that we charged you $10 to get? Well, now it's free. Here you go. Here, everyone, have fun. Here's a bunch of gifts, some toys. Enjoy the last three months of our (laughs) pitiful... Exactly. Uh, uh, Someone has been messing around PlayStation Home. I, have, they have trophies like now. Unbeknownst to us, they have trophies, and I want to collect them. them all. Yeah. So I've one never trophy really left. Feel inclined to get any like achievements or anything? Like even like when they're if I got an achievement, I was like, oh, you know. But I really would never go out of my way to get one. Honestly, if this game didn't have trophies, we would never. We wouldn't. You know, I don't know. I want. I'm. I was actually like somewhat curious as to what home has become. It's way better than it used to. It's be. gotten so much worse than it was. What? Wait, wait. I what? swear to God, me? it runs slower. I don't Direct know. I swear to God. Right? No, the okay, thing is dude. like ten times harder to navigate because okay. everything's popping in. And I know that has always Joe. been somewhat of an issue, but I swear to God, it's gotten worse. Joe, as someone that uh, had a PS3 when it launched, it's gotten way better. You didn't know the dark times. I clearly didn't know the dark times because it's still pretty fucking dark. Oh, it's pretty dark, but um, also it might just be because I have a better connection at Rose, but like they pop in way faster than they've ever popped in at my house. But they're still popping in. Oh yeah, but that's just because network speeds and such. It's just I know I've gone into the shops just to get my free shit. And it's yeah. just been like agonizingly slow. Oh, like, right. oh Joe, god, Joe. I want to gouge my eyes out. It's so go. bad. Wait, Joe, I have. Um, did you go on when everything was announced to be free? Because that might have just been like everyone who had. A I went on when. To... I went well, on when Peter told me that yeah, it was say, like circling the drain, and this was yeah. about a couple weeks ago. And, and Kyle, um, they they took it d- down from the store, so you can't download it anymore. So only people that already had it can get in. Oh, so you were telling you told Joe, Joe, get on the download sinking it. ship. Get on the sinking ship. Yeah, get in on this ship before yeah, it's gone. Well, sometimes it's good to pillage. A, pillage the ship and then get out. Yeah, it's good to pillage a <laughs> condemned building before the eventual implosion. So. Got all well, my copper it's wire. It's sad that I'll never get to experience the PlayStation Home. Only yeah. in internet articles. You're missing out on a ancient, relic ancient of YouTube our time. videos. You're missing out. Okay, you're not really missing out, but like you're missing out that... by not being there and seeing how fucking stupid the whole oh, thing yeah. is. I'll go. Joe, I'll go find Joe. the Gary's Mod PlayStation Home game mode. <laughs> so, so the thing is, you'll never be able to really simulate what PlayStation Home was like unless someone really like understands some of the dumb bullshit. Like, they tried to simulate real life in such realistic fashion that there were digital games that you had to wait in line to play. Mm. Like, you oh, you want to play that arcade cabinet? The- you got to wait in line. You want a bowl? You got to wait in line in front of everybody else that wants the bowl. Like, this is. It's a video game. We shouldn't be waiting like, in I line. I feel like it was progressive. They were trying to like, you know what it'd be fun with? I bet I wouldn't mind doing it with the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Maybe I think that'd be pretty cool. Honestly, oh, I wore it one of those recently. With the Oculus Rift. I wore there's Oculus gonna be, Rift. There's gonna be a time when I fully collapse into nerdum. Nerdum is the world that nerds go into, and I will on a Friday night just put on my Oculus Rift, and I'll go out with my friends with my Oculus Rift. 
in the <laughs> virtual world. You finally have given in to the machine. I have and you'll, finally given you'll get one of those, like, Eventually, uh, they'll and come balls. out with the full, like, Matrix, like, from the movie. Dude, and I'll just be like, yes. you know what? Plug me in. See you guys later. <laughs> if you die in the Matrix, you die for real. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can bend spoons, though, so... <laughs> no. Yeah. I wore an Oculus Rift uh, last week, and... What do you think, Joe? I am... I I want that. Uh, I yeah. want that thing. Get that it. Happens. I'm, I'm gonna. Waiting, I'm I want to consumer release. I mean, I liked what. Okay, so what the guy who let me try it out did was he made it so he could just look at his whole computer screen in like 3D space. So he was coding with the Oculus Rift on. That's awesome. And it was so stupid. That's, it was so dumb. You get such bad headaches though. It, he said he was start. He did it. Okay, the person who. D- uh, showed me this was an intern at Microsoft Game Studios. He worked on Forza Horizon. Yeah, this is that's the kind oh, of I fucking know nerd who you're he talking is. About. I know who I think I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. Tyler Wolf. Regardless, or Tyler Wolf Leonhart or something like he has a pretty awesome name. Regardless, he's a fucking nerd. He's like so nerdy, and so this was some shit that he worked on in his free time. But anyway, it was so pick. I mean, it wasn't bad. Like the resolution was actually a lot better than I was expecting. But I'm still, I still would rather wait until hmm. they increase the resolution a little bit more. The, well, well, the, the resolution hasn't been a problem since version one. I mean, it's the not like a problem, but I can see the. the I want the pixels to become a little bit more refined. At D- this point. DK two is like a two K panel now. That's what it was. It was a DK two. Then no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. DK two is only 1080p. It's a little. You actually know it's two, a, like a 1080p is really close to 2K. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like a 2K panel. Well, keep in mind. Keep in mind. Well, yeah, yeah. So pretty much your entire field of vision. So imagine if you're taking, do you guys all have 1080p monitors? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Imagine taking your monitor, putting it up against your face and wrapping around your face a little bit. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Exactly. And what happens is, even though it looks, it looks cool, the pixels, you honestly need a little bit of, if it's going to be that close to your face, you need a little bit more resolution, especially because the field of view is pretty big and you know, it's, so pretty much they need to up that. They literally need to, I also, you do know, matter of fact, you guys might want to read it, my English final research paper was on the Oculus Rift, so I would think I would consider myself an Oculus Rift expert right now, because I did the, the research, did all the research, got work You're cited. When is it going to get released? When is uh, when yeah. is it going to be on store shelves? We already announced. have that bet, Joe, next year. I know. No, fuck you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be 2016. Guarantee well, it does anyway, not when out. it is, I'll have to fight and see who wins 3DS or the Oculus Rift. Uh, it's going to be Oculus Rift. It's going to be dude. Oculus. The 3DS tech is like three years no, 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 old No, no, no. When, when I say wins, I mean who's going to win my money because I'm not, like, probably going to oh. be able to buy one. Oh, Do yeah. Do you have a PC that can push the Oculus Rift? Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, know, you, know, my, you know my specs. Right? Yeah, it, it, it should be good enough, at least if nothing else, to maybe I've get it. I've got a like, GTX what if, 760. Dude, it... If they bump up the resolution, you're gonna you're gonna be lacking a little bit. Well, I'm finding that's a what new I'm saying. Like, card. <laughs> you have to. The thing about the Oculus is that you have to run the frame rate at double frame rate to get it to work. So you're gonna yeah. have to run at 120 to get 60. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing: is um, when I was writing my research paper, one of the persons, I, one of the articles that I quoted from, said a really interesting point: um, is that for virtual reality to work. It can't just be good. It's got to be perfect. Because exactly. 
virtual reality makes you feel like you know what i mean if if anything's not right you'll start to get motion sickness it'll start yeah. to you know not feel real so that's one of the things with it's tough yep. is that it's you literally have to have perfect frame rate perfect resolution perfect mm-hmm. persistence motion tracking everything's got to be like Either, spot on otherwise you'll pull a norman chan and start puking all over the place i don't know what that is but Norman Chan is a guy from Tested.com, and last year during uh, Extra Life, they did a stream of him doing the Oculus Rift, and he made a bet that he could last for three hours. (laughs) After about an an hour, he started throwing up all over the place. (laughs) I wouldn't mind doing three hours in the Oculus Rift. I feel like I could, if I had a good setup, like, for example, I'd probably have to stand and then be able to sit. And it'd have to be like a, a certain world because I noticed I I tried the Oculus Rift at um I tell you, I think I told you a couple episodes again ago uh, the Ohio Game Developer Expo and I tried mm-hmm. it out with a couple games and the level of motion sickness the level of how it felt was really dependent on the game. Um, oh yeah, because definitely. some of the games they can you know they can keep a good solid frame rate. It's all about how you the programmers. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited too. What is Iron Gaming? All right, so this is, is uh, it like Iron Galaxy because I love those guys. No, it's nothing like them actually. It's competent. It's competent. Um, <laughs> so Columbus right now for this weekend is hosting tournaments, gaming tournaments. Uh, they have these tournaments are like sanctioned by the leagues that uh, organize them. There's a Smash Bros tournament. And oh, a Halo awesome. tournament where, where right now. It's at the uh, Columbus Convention Center downtown. Um, Wait, what, is, is this like going on like right now? This like is what, like, if you go to Twitch, it's the premiere stream. Oh, boy. Can you go and spectate there? How much money does that cost? Um, I don't know how much it costs. You could probably go I'm and spectate. my friend right now. You could probably go and spectate. Either way, I thought I'd bring this up because my roommate is on one of the teams. And I actually thought it was kind of interesting how these whole things are organized. I learned a bit. Um, Apparently, these video game tournaments, there's no, like, formal... I don't know how familiar you guys are with sports or seating, but in, like, leagues like with boxing or even NASCAR, you don't necessarily have to attend all the events to qualify for any sort of, like, world championship. Mm-hmm. The way it works is they usually have, like, tournaments or matches that are sanctioned by the league, and what they do is, if depending on how well you perform, they will then award you points that will go towards your team, and then when you eventually go and play, like, in a World Series, they use those points as a seeding. Um, yeah, but otherwise it's really easy to join, apparently. They don't do a lot of differentiating between amateurs and, like, pros. And so, as a result, um, my f- roommate, who is a part of a Halo team, uh, got fucked a few times because he would play against the number one seeded team and get destroyed. Um, but that's going on right now, and I thought it was pretty cool. They're doing the Halo 2 multiplayer anniversary. Yeah, I'm looking it up on right now. Is that working now? Uh, barely. Apparently, okay, so it's been <laughs> well, some... I'm sure they're probably just doing local well, or land. Well, they're doing no. local, but... Well, land, but that's aside the point because I'm not even sure if the game differentiates when it establishing a, a connection. Oh. The the thing is that uh, yeah, no, he was talking to me about it because apparently Halo, there was a lot of hype around that game. Like yeah. that game was supposed to revive a lot of old communities that have gone dormant 
because, you know, Halo 2 is so old at this point. And everyone moved on to Halo 3. Yeah. Well, also, just Halo 2 was taken off Xbox Live a few years ago. Yeah, that also doesn't help. So it's just one of those things where the Halo community, at least, they bounce around game to game because they so frequently release new ones. And so they're not afraid to move on. You know, you don't have those weirdos who are still playing Halo 1 competitively. You know, because yeah. the, the community just splinters the minute a new one is released. So they have to go along. And so with the anniversary edition there was a lot of hype around it because it's like oh finally we can go back and play our old games and apparently once it came out and it was in the such sorry state that it was a lot of people doubled back doubled back into uh, Halo 4 um, Halo 4 or Halo 3 I hear that Halo 3 is the preferred yeah uh, Halo 4 is not very popular yeah with, uh, not Halo competitively fans. anyway so it's been one of those things where now you have this kind of group of people who it's even more splintered because people are still trying to trudge away and try to like make Halo Anniversary competitive, but a lot of people got like really spooked at the beginning and have since mm-hmm. like kind of hunkered down into the Halo have, 3 community. <clears throat> I have a question about Halo. So, I might not have an answer. Let's go. What okay, so the Anniversary Edition, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it came out with Halo... Halo 2, 3, and 4, right? Yes. Okay, why is it that of those four, Halo 2 is, like, the most, like, competitive? Like, whenever I've seen tournaments and stuff, Halo 2 is, like, the most competitive focus. It was the first, like, it was the first game that a lot of people really played online. And so it has that nostalgia value. Like, it was the first Halo game that was online, and it was the first game that a lot of people played online. And I think they fleshed out the online a lot more than they did with Halo 1. It's like a lot No, Halo 1 was not online. Oh, no. I think there was an online component of Halo 1. There was not. It was LAN only. There was no. Oh, okay, yes. Halo 2 was the first online Halo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. It was LAN. it so much. Like, it was the first experience, thus nostalgia. (laughs) Like, Final Fantasy 7. Yes, and then also it's the same thing. Like whenever you do see competitive smash, you always see melee as just the competitive smash. Well, that's a little different. That's because melee's the best one. Well, <laughs> I think some people. It's say not Project the first M Smash really Bros. You heard of well, Project M, right? we know a project. I mean, the the yeah. the best uh, Nintendo shank- sanctioned. Yeah, release. Project M is awesome. I love I love what Project M has done. Like they've wait, done wait, a, wait. a stupendous job. Joe, a spectator pass for this event is twenty five dollars. All right. So have at it. Yeah, I don't have any money, but it's a cool idea. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably check it out on Twitch. Definitely. Yeah, I I remember just like going to see streams because I wanted to see if I could watch them compete. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I do like to watch. Um, competitive uh, I, do, I do like seeing I feel like because I never can follow Dota and League I'm literally going to have to watch some like hour long YouTube video explaining how that game works or how to at least watch the game <laughs> uh, uh, and then you know what I want to do it'll take more than an hour what? you're not going to learn Dota or League in an hour I'm not learning how to play I just want to learn how to watch the game solo mid queue and then jungle a bit and then jungle. use your alt f4 Look, look. And then you'll uh, I'm looking kill for, Draven. Um, the next like big tournament, I'll probably like find some kind of uh, noob like stream that will explain what's going on in the most basic. You know, will explain they, they the game usually, as it's going on. They usually do those. At least for yeah. Dota, I know they the do. The best it. way to follow a team is for every ten minutes, 
if there is a gold differential by those 10 minutes times a thousand, then that usually indicates who's winning. Like if you have, I just don't want to like say, yeah, go winning team, boo losing team. I want uh, I know like Cloud a- Nine. I think is a North American team for a league. Wait, hold on. I don't want to root for anything. I just want to like enjoy a good competitive game. You know I don't I mean? know if you can enjoy a good competitive. You'd have to know a lot of like. I know way more than I'd like to about league and. Just, I cannot appreciate any of it. It's just like, it's not even over my head. Like, I have some understanding of what's going on in the games, but it's like numb to me. I don't have any investment. That's a problem. To to, to appreciate a competitive game, you'll have to, like, study the game for, like, 100 hours, probably. Well, no, but what I don't understand is I don't even like football. I don't watch football. But I can still watch football, and when I see a good play, I can say, oh, that looked cool, right? And see, Let's I don't see. think you have that in league. At least not in yeah, the way you have. Man. Like in in football, you have like hundred yard pat. Well, you don't often wow. have those. <laughs> okay, you fucking know what I mean, though. Like it's pretty <laughs> easy to distinguish between. Oh, that was just like any other play, and oh fuck balls, that was but, like but insane. That yeah. could, be, that you, could just because footballs has been like integrated into our society. I well, I league league is like the problem is. With it's league, more complicated. Is, well, it's more complicated that, but I feel like people play it a lot more conservatively. You know, you don't really have those balls to the wall. Okay, let's all rush the base kind of plays. Like maybe if you were playing in the amateurs, okay, but a lot but of the on. good is... teams play super conservative, and when they're not conservative, they don't usually do anything wild outside of maybe ace the other team. But even then, it's difficult to appreciate the finesse that goes into okay, but, Joe, doing that. Somebody is appreciating it as a very competitive and well watched. Oh know what yeah, I mean? of course, of course. So lonely nerds. Like, no, no, no. There's like people in like in my English class who don't play League and Dota, or, or they do, but like they they don't they they appreciate like they. Say I have they friends watch, who don't play it, but they watch the hell yeah. out of it. They watch it like any other sport. They watch football, they watch baseball, they watch basketball, and then they also watch esports. They watch League, they watch Dota. They do them both the same, and they can appreciate them both for their individual, you know, you know, competitiveness. Yeah. And I want to be able to enjoy that with my fellow gamers, but I mean, I don't know how to get into that community because I don't. I see that I see it, and I don't understand. Only do it if you want to do it because to me it's like I don't get it and I'm glad people love it but I also have no interest well, in understanding. Here's, here's why Peter and, and Joe this is a, a personal note is I've never really enjoyed sports but I've always been a bit jealous of the <laughs> energy that like goes into like the sport community like when, yeah, a, when you see a huge crowd cheer for their sports teams I've always like thought, oh, that'd be so cool if I could like. And people tell me like, I mean, Joe, you probably know, but like, I, I don't go to the football games, but I hear like it's like an experience to go to the OSU games. It's that like just being in there with the crowd, you can just feel the energy. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, Joe? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I, I could go there. Like, even like on a game day, I can feel it in the air around campus. That's how big football is here, and I'm like. I may never love football, but I do love video games. And if yeah. esports is the closest I can get, I want to be well, able to appreciate that community. Dude, it, it, I don't even think it needs to be a sport. Like, you can go to like a convention like PAX or something, and you get that feel. Yeah, but like, I want to be able to. You know, you don't Twitch. I want to like watch it online. You know what I mean? 
I'm trying to jump on the bang wagon is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But, okay. The reason I say this all is because I might be able to understand Halo 2. Like, I understand Halo 2. So that might be yeah. actually really fun to watch. So that's underst- what I might You understand the dual wielding? Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I played Halo. And I guess yeah. I think first-person shooters are just a little bit easier to understand. than like Definitely. Okay, Peter, I think there's, like, two more topics. Yep. So, the main game that I've been playing this week was Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare because EA gave that away for free last weekend as, like, a celebration of PlayStation being 20 years old. And I just gotta say, so... uh, Do you... Kyle, do you know what this game is? I know Joe knows what this game is. I know it got, like, really popular and was a mobile game, but I don't really know. Okay, this is not that game. Plants vs. Zombies... Is a popular mobile game. Oh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare oh, is, is a third person team based shooter. Oh, because okay. I have no idea. Made by is. DICE, the people that make Battlefield. Okay, I got And it's, like, it's kind of like a riff on Modern Warfare, Garden Warfare. Get it? Kind of funny. What the f- <laughs> uh, I mean, you know that that's what, what it was about. Yeah, we you know all that's why fucking know what that was about. But um, no, it, it's been I've been playing it. It's really this, fun. This has and, no relationship to the iPhone game. I mean, it has the same characters and plant. It, like, it's the same characters. Oh, but, like the gameplay is completely different. Okay, okay. But uh, no, it's it's really fun. Like. They did a really good job translating the Plants vs. Zombies universe to a 3D, like, hyper-realistic... Like, it's not hyper-realistic in the way that you would think. It's more like... Wait, was, everything it, re- so was it remade deep- or just as... <laughs> no, this is, this, this is, this is a third-person multiplayer shots. shooter. Like, they made a shooter out of Plants vs. Zombies, and it is great. Wait, hold like, on, which came good. first? The, 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 the mobile game. The mobile game came out like five years ago. Oh, okay. And then this this came out, and then this was better, you're saying? Or like, no, this... no, they're, they're completely different games. What I'm saying okay. that, that this game is good, Just... and it gives me a lot... It makes me excited for Battlefield. Uh, not Battlefield, Battlefront. I was about to say, you're made... a goddamn liar, and you know it. No, this is made by DICE, and they did a good job translating Plants vs. Zombies... To their mm. to their template, so I think they'll do a good job translating Star Wars to their template. I mean, I've have faith in Dice, but I don't know if I follow your your logic. Like, just because they're good at making a game that's not that game into a good game is like that, well, that's dude, totally a legit that, reason. Like, some people, like you were saying, like, oh, what if they make it a really like realistic military shooter? Well, Garden Warfare. Well, no, I, takes, I wasn't complaining. Takes, I'm saying that could be okay. That, what I'm saying is, like, this takes what was great about Plants vs. Zombies, like, they understood it, that it's kind of goofy and fun, and made a really goofy and fun multiplayer shooter that has some meat to it that's really good. That's we, an important like, aspect. That's an important aspect about developers. I often find developers who like to move between games often have very similar styles that follow them with it, and yeah. obviously a concern moving from a traditionally very serious game like Battlefield... Going elsewhere, it can be fearful because you're not sure like how closely are they going to tie exactly. to their previous games, and the fact yeah. that they can make something like this so whimsical, so enjoyable, and have a different style of game uh, it's surrounding so, yeah. it, I think is very it, it, important. It's just so goofy. I love it. Like it's it. I don't get into like multiplayer shooters very often, but I've been playing it pretty frequently these past like few days getting into actual matches and 
This I don't know. PC game also. It's uh, I think it's consoles only for now. Nope. Like Plant, it's on it's on like every zombies. console. Yeah, no, uh, it's on Steam. I thought. Yeah. No, no, Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare. It's different uh, than yeah, Plants vs Zombies. That's what I'm saying. Like, there have been other Plants yeah. vs. Zombies games. This is the only one that's a shooter, though. Okay. Well, yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. It looks fun. Um, oh, what I was going to say about... Oh, I remember the opening sequence, the opening campaign in uh, Battlefront. Because you got one of the clone soldiers, and he's talking about, you know, how gritty war is, and how gritty the battle genosis was right after the, the training simulations, and how, you know, it was the longest, one of their longest days ever. And of course, but when you get in the game... You know, they really didn't have the graphics and the kind of mechanics to, like, back up, you know, you know, war as hell. But I'm thinking, you know, nowadays, you know, I am I'm, I'm, I pretty much have a lot of faith in DICE to see what they'll do. But I wouldn't yeah. actually mind, like, a hyper-realistic take on, like, a really gritty, like, battlefront. Like, a really gritty Star Wars. Like, you know, you can see, like... You know, one of the clone troop or one of the the droids you know, shoots a rocket. You can see like the dirt, like you know, bounce off. You know, the white helmets of the clone troopers. Mm. You know, you know, or you're in the trenches, or you hear the lasers. You know, blindingly loud next to you. Or I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. The thing is, I I want, I want it to basically be authentic and that everything feels grimy, and like all this troop, like the stormtroopers or whatever troopers, like have you know weight to them and like feel like they've been in, in a war yeah. but also I want it to be goofy in that when I'm a, when I'm a Jedi I want to be able to do some goofy shit well yeah I do hope they can still like keep you know like I, what I love is that game is you can get that Prada Rush being a Jedi it's just like going out and just destroying but I feel like it was also really still well balanced well mm -hmm. I haven't played enough multiplayer but I do know like when you see the enemy Jedi or Sith you're like, oh shit! Oh you're yeah, just like, yeah. You're running, but also shooting, but also like, oh, you know, shit. What do I do? And you know, and see, vice versa. It's awesome when you're you're the Jedi and you're like, just everybody's a target. And you just run around, just going crazy. You also can really lead the team too. Joe, I'm looking forward to playing some Battlefront. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. Yep. So, I've got one more thing to talk about, but only if you guys think it's appropriate why does no why does michael moore's brother deserve better peter moore is not michael moore's brother. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> so wait who is this i have no idea who the peter who is peter moore you don't know who peter moore is i'm, I'm sorry okay I'm so sorry. peter moore historically uh so for years he was the head of ea sports and now he's just the head of ea like wow. he runs ea he's but i'm sure he's probably been like one of the most hated mans and like no people he, love him what I thought EA went like went down the shitter and then they um, got better not, or something. No, well he took over after that. Oh, he's the guy who turned it trying to turn it around. He's the guy that's trying to turn it around now. Oh, okay. Then he's that's... the guy that turned that kind of like he's the guy that turned around EA Sports. Wait, you see so the now guy they're... who does EA Sports? It's in the game. Is that well, guy? It's that he's dude. Br he's yeah. British, so he doesn't sound like that. Yeah, he I, changed I his accent for the opening. <laughs> <laughs> but. So he's been getting a lot of. He, he was uh, saying that this one guy was mess, messing with him on Twitter and sending him like terrible threats, like rape threats for his family. What? People and on the internet are so. So ridiculous. he reported this person, but then this guy made another Twitter account and did it again, mm -hmm. and then he got reported that account. So this guy is com keeps reporting him. So Peter Moore keeps reporting this guy, and he keeps making new Twitter accounts. 
and there's some choice quotes if you if 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 you guys think it's okay for me to say these things but they're like well i feel like if it's inappropriate it's okay as long as it's in context okay so there's one there's just one that i want to say because like it just puts into perspective how fucking stupid this guy is okay go and keep in mind this is all quoting this is not okay quote i hope your wife gets raped by muslims you've ruined fifa you are a disgrace because of fifa Sounds like it sounds like an angry European. What is the old um the old quote? Is the empty can is the one that that uh that empty the empty can makes the loudest noise? Hmm. You you know what I mean? Maybe. Okay, so pretty. It's it's empty on the inside. No, it's it's quote. It's a quote that says the the empty can rattles the loudest. Pretty much, it Hmm. means the people who have nothing are the ones who just complain the most. Yep. No, it's, yeah, the, it's it's just a, a growing trend that people have no like respect for other people online, and it's well, kind of pissing think, me off. And I think because um, I do know, like, if if I like, I always like have my like, I, I'm very close to my to my grandmother, and I always do like my grandmother. So she's like really 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 liberal she's like okay with all the new modern things and i tell her all the time about new video games that come out and i do the best i can to explain to her the things yeah. and and she's really awesome i love her um but i always sometimes think is what if i were to connect her to a random a random online lobby right and just let her hear the voice chat like with all her like open-mindedness and liberalness like what would she think or just like how girls are talked to one like i just think like I, I I almost don't want to like show her that's what like the gaming community can be like because like I don't feel like that's what it is. It's just there's a few people in the community who just make a lot of noise. Well, I'm just gonna say like it's not just the gaming community. It's just the yeah, community, yeah, right. the world. Online, there are yeah. just assholes in the world. Like that's just how Psychologists it is. Psychologists have gone into it, and uh, they, they, one of the reasons is just because there's no consequences. Like for example, okay, if I were to just meet you on, you didn't know me, Peter. And mm-hmm. I would have just said that to your face on the street, right? Like, yeah. that would just, I we don't even want to go into that. That just would not be acceptable. And, and I don't, I don't, unless somebody was like crazy, no one would really even do that unless they were willing, you know, waiting for a fight or, you know what I mean? But yeah. online, you can do that, log off, disconnect, turn off your, bra- you can, you know what I mean? There's no consequence. And I feel like that, that brings out sometimes the worst in people to have like this environment where they can, get away with anything without a consequence that's i guess but like what does that say about that person like like who's really that much of an asshole i guess like yeah, well, why I do mean, you want to hurt people honestly what you said that quote that you said that's actually not as bad as i've heard on the internet i've heard oh way yeah just of course like, i've seen worse awful. but like but like his explanation being oh you ruined fifa it's like dude it's a fucking game like and you think that he but had I, anything I to think, do with yeah, the making of it, FIFA? Yeah, well, I don't even think it's FIFA. I think he's just a guy who's just wanting attention. And it's just, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, think about yeah. he just got the attention of us, some random OSU podcast people talking. You know, those <laughs> kind of people, they do this for this kind of attention, to get on the news, to get, you know, public. <sighs> they, they, that's what they want, right? They just want to be heard because they don't really, because that, that, they feel like that they want that attention. Yeah. They're just like babies crying, except with they're old enough to know that, you know, except instead of innocently crying, they say some of the most heinous shit that I've ever heard. Yeah. But anyway, 
I know what you mean, Peter. I trust. I trust me. I, it makes me. It makes me sad inside when I see like, I mean, just some like you know, uh, just when you see like online, like you know, developers. What the? What was it? The uh, the developer. I don't really want to get into it, but the developer for Fez canceled Fez Two because of you know online stuff like that. Well, okay, I understand, but I like that's a. That was bad. Phil, Phil Fish but is kind he, of a notorious ass. Yeah, I was gonna say Phil Fish he didn't is. handle. I'm it not well saying either. he, he deserved what was slung towards him, right, but no. he did a really shitty job. Mitigating. Dude, he he like, it's one Hold thing on. to get Wait, like get into it, bad but... mouth on Twitter, but then it's another thing to be like, okay, then I'm taking my ball and leaving. It's like no, like Peter Moore isn't shutting down EA because he got a death threat. Yeah, and then who like, said <laughs> one um, that one female. Feminists in 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 gaming, uh, a, a C a Anita, yeah. Like regardless if you agree with her, and I don't want to get into a discussion about her, but with her 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 views, if you've like read some like the death threats that she's been getting, or just some, it's just like awful to think that like some people like actually are doing that. Like the thing I mean? is, it, people keep doing these death threats online, and and the more that they do them, the less weight they carry because it's just obvious that you they're really not going to do anything they're just being stupid idiots yeah it's just but it's just like she should be able to have whatever opinion she wants and publish it on the internet and just opinions are incredibly important you can you should not people are free to disagree but god damn it don't be a dick like jesus christ exactly yeah but anyway we maybe we need a positive note to end this podcast on well, I had one more note, but I mean, it's pretty, it's kind of positive. It's like, okay, Do so it. you guys know Ralph Bear? No. That's not that? positive. You stop right now. I know, but this is, is important. Uh, this is important, is guys. Ralph Bear invented the home console. Um, what, what was he, that again? Which what the, console the Magnavox Odyssey was the very first home console video game system. So we have everything. We must thank Ralph Bear for doing this because Ralph Bear be praised. He died last week. Oh wait, hold on. Is that positive? That's that, what I'm. I, I know it's not positive, but I'm saying that this is something important that we should definitely okay, honor him. Maybe because we should like end on a more video, like... video games would not exist how they are today if it wasn't for him inventing the home console. I usually go back further into like the first like ever programmer, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I you think, mean the thing is like there had been computers before. There were these huge mainframe yeah, computers yeah. that they that they made little games on. He was the first one that thought, "Hey, what if I put that on my TV?" Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. That's cool. And that made it open to anybody who owned a TV to be able to play video games. So it was like it, he changed the world. Like he made a big difference. Yeah. It's too so, bad, but yeah. I mean, he lived. He lived a long time. He was ninety-two. I tip so my hat to you, sir. He did a good job. He did. He done good. Well, anyway, maybe we have a different positive note. I um, did not get playoff tickets. Fuck the world. Is that a positive note? No, yeah, it's a well, horrible was... note. Uh, Assassin's well, hey, Creed hey, Unity Joe, what, is getting patched again. This? We, we'll do this. We'll do this on the pack. What are some things that you're looking forward to play, doing in Battlefront? Key bagging a fool. <laughs> Positive things. Uh, high high fiving the. the, the, the I guess. 
Well, do you anyway. even remember what you do in Battlefront, Joe? What do I do? I shoot things. I kill you stuff. Shoot um, I, I think I, I think I we should have, like I think we should have like it just you and me on the same team and we should do like little challenges like can we like beat a whole like beat win a win a win a game in the hardest difficulty with only like a pistol in our hand. I'm not even sure if there are difficulties in that game. There isn't single player, they added delete mode that I've been oh, doing. Oh yeah, if you do that. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly I would rather just play the game. Like I I, I want to shoot stuff. I want to be in battles. Yeah. Large battles. Battles. I heard they added like for the PC mode, like what was it like 64 people on a on a Yeah, 64. Yep. That's a pretty cool. Now wait, wait, is that per side or total? Total. Total. Okay, that, that's pretty cool. Yep. I hope that they can have those types of numbers on the new one. Oh, th- well, they have it with Battlefield already, so I don't see Good. why not. Yeah. I want to fight, like, a hundred stormtroopers at once. Cool. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can find us on our website, zucchinithumbs.com. You can also follow me and Peter on Twitter. You'll find our Twitter handle slash gamer tags in the comments the descriptions of this podcast. You can also find Kyle's gamer tag. We all game on PC, Steam. Me and Peter are also on PlayStation Network. Um, like I'm on I'm on everything. I'm on Xbox, I'm on Nintendo. He's everywhere, man. He gets around. Don't forget to mention YouTube. YouTube also, uh Kyle has he posts videos um of him playing games. I occasionally accompany him. Uh, like and subscribe us, and also give the OSU Podcast Network a listen. We have a variety of podcasts that suit your various interests and tastes, including this one. You can find that at go.osu.edu forward slash podcasting. Uh, otherwise, that's all the tag and bullshit that we got, so let's wrap it up. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.